1: This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geekbloods, wastoids, dweebies. They all
0: adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.
1: All
0: right. All right. Trying to hear myself. All right. There we go. It is the Mike Rutherford Show, abbreviated version here. It's Warby. I've got my Warby shirt on underneath my uh, Vermont Catamounts hoodie here. Uh, happy Warby to you, those who celebrate, those who don't. I feel like it's the festivus of Derby Week. It's fine. It's imaginary, but also kind of real. Uh, we have an abbreviated show today, obviously, if you're joining us right now at 4.30. Celebrating a Louisville Bats victory. I do love, I mean, this is the day. Let's be real, Trev. When we know the Bats are at first is 135, we're like, man, you know, if it gets to 5, we're... we're Probably not doing a show. Of course. And we're kind of hoping, you know, a lot of runs... Maybe some extra innings, a lot of scoring, long innings, and, of course, it's a one nothing pitcher's duel. At the, uh, but Thankfully, the bats prevailed. Shout-out to La Piedra.
1: Game time, two hours and 15 minutes. Sounds about right. <laughs> I think it's what the two hours, they was just over two hours.
0: Luis Castillo was brilliant uh, in his second start with the bats. I think four and a third, uh, no earned runs. Uh, I think just a couple hits I saw. Looking fantastic, ready to get the Reds. Hopefully their fourth win sometime in June. That's going to be great.
1: About to be the first pitcher since Bob Welch to win 30 games.
0: Uh, it does... Like, like to, that name pool, right? I, I did. I loved it. Today sort of reminds me of, there have been, have you ever done the thing where you go to like a, a rooftop for a baseball game or something for a baseball game where it's like all you can drink, all you can eat until like mm. the seventh inning? I, I
1: know them, but I've never, I've never been able to, I had a buddy that did the, uh, did that for the Wrigleyville. Yeah. I, I've done uh, it at Wrigley.
0: Ago. I've done it at Wrigley a couple of times, the rooftops. I've done it at Red's, that little party deck area. We did, we've done that before. All three times where I've done that, where you pay a flat rate and it's. All you can eat, all you can drink until I think the the bottom of the seventh is when they cut it off. So you're just hoping Pretty for the, the longest game possible. It's a good deal, but it's, it can be a better deal. I mean, you're talking like <laughs> the difference can be like an hour, fifteen minutes. They you know could be like two hours depending on what's going on in the game. Yeah. All three times I've done it, they've been like the fastest games of all time. And I'm not just saying that. Like, oh no, like it, I think it was one nothing, 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 one nothing. The three times that I've done Did this, you find
1: yourself like chugging beers to try to get your money's worth. Oh yeah.
0: And they, I mean, like, they'll let you know. Like, they'll help you out a little bit. they be like, "All right, guys. Like, like you just start picking it up if you want to get your if you want to get this thing going. Uh, Can you
1: just start taking plates of food, and, like put it aside and go get another plate of food. Oh, I'm just hoarding like, <laughs> yeah. cookies in the pockets all over the yeah. place. It, it,
0: that's what I was doing. But it's a it's a great way to do Wrigley. I, it, the sad thing is, I've now gone to, I guess, two Cubs games at Wrigley, and both times Jealous. I've done the I've never the rooftop. Been to but I've I've, I've, I've I've like never been inside the ballpark though. See, that sucks. I, that's the only thing. Like, I, it's been a great time. So I have had a the blast.
1: Top's cool, but you'd want to do like you still want to go. In. Weird thing is, I've been to both new and old Kaminsky, but I've never been to Wrigley. Wow,
0: I've never been to Comiskey. Yeah,
1: well, I guess whatever they call it, I think it's not Comiskey. Now. It's, it's yeah, it's, what? Eight, eight, but it's, it's like their third cellular company in a row. It's ridiculous! It's, yeah. it's always it's Comiskey. Yeah, let's it be is, real. It's still the same. Unlike my confusion with Jack Murphy, it is legitimately the same Comiskey that was built in like '94. Yeah, think, it's still in the same yeah. place. You can see it from the highway every time you're coming in, yeah. which is always uh, always nice. Um, oh, but wait, yeah, on your show tweet, you, you, I, I'm gonna be we had a little difference about this. You said the bats locked up a dub. When I think a dub, I always thought that meant winning by twenty.
0: No, it that, dub is a win for W.
1: Oh, I was thinking of just okay. Why? Also, walk
0: me through your thought process. Why was why was a dub in your eyes a twenty point we, victory? We used
1: to play on the sticks, as the kids used to call it, on 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 the basketball or on Madden, and you were playing, and there was always people wanting, you know waiting their turn. If you fell behind twenty, you, we call it a dub rule, and you've been you've been beat. That means you got to just you tapped out. Hmm you're down by 20 or you lost by 20, you got dubbed.
0: No, it's a pretty literal. Like, an L is a loss. A dub is a W. Okay. I, I so don't win. know. I guess
1: I took it as the slang term instead of just, you know. You're overthinking this. I uh, probably. You're, you're overthinking all now, your slang terms now. That I've never been accused of. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so we've got uh, a little bit less than an hour and a half today to talk. Uh, Cardinal Sports, Louisville Athletics, whatever you've got going on. Um, I, I, I led the... The show tweet. I used a picture of my guy Joe Sakic. Love him forever. Is
1: that who that is? Did he play for the Coyotes too?
0: No, he's okay. Nordique slash Avalanche until he dies. Now he's the I think general manager of the Avalanche. Uh, he's he's the man. My older brother Oliver worships him. I've given him like Joe Sakic presents. I think every year for Christmas for the last like twenty years. Uh, he got got him started his love of hockey. Uh, he was the captain on I guess both their Stanley Cup teams. And last night the Avalanche started their their quest for Cup number three. And oh my goodness. They could not have looked more impressive. They led five nothing after the first period. They win seven to two. They were never pushed. They're going to sweep the Preds. It's going to be beautiful. They're incredible. They yeah, are a wagon. I don't like
1: the Predators. I don't know what it is about bandwagon fans down there in Nashville. Yeah, I'm not games sure. are fun though. They're fun as hell. I'm sure they are. I mean, isn't that the place where the rapper was getting busy on the uh, in the luxury box? Oh, I don't remember what game that was. Kodak you know Black, I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I showed you it. Yeah, you did. It was yeah. Kodak Black, Lamar's boy. Was it him or the Florida Panthers? It was, for some reason, though, the, the, well, he is—he's a Florida boy. Maybe it's Florida Panthers then. Okay.
0: Seems that—that that seems like I don't a lot. Was guess. that
1: or Predators were like the two teams that were stuck in my head when I thought about that.
0: Uh, we've got uh, we've got some stuff to get to today. It's not a. Uh, there hasn't been a gigantic piece of breaking news. I think the only thing that's changed, and I. It feels strange to, to lead with this again because we spent so much of yesterday's show talking about this. But when we got off the air yesterday, all these crystal ball predictions for Imani Bates to Louisville start just swarming in. Everybody under the sun now is predicting this. Uh, Travis Branham, the national writer for 247 Sports, has logged a crystal ball prediction for Amani Bates to Louisville. I think Jody Demling's done the same thing. A couple of other national writers have done this. It seems, and I wrote a lengthy piece about Imani today on Car Chronicle if you want to check that out. And I said this, I mean, it seems like we're getting to a point now where it's kind of more of a when, not if deal. Like this is, there's too much smoke for there not to be fire here. So we're going to, assumedly, have Imani Bates announced. And if you're looking for, because in the story I gave, I went over the background of Bates, how we got to this point, why he's such an intriguing prospect, you know, being on the cover of Sports Illustrated when he was 15, with the the phrase, which in, in in hindsight, it looks so ridiculous. I know, we, I know it's not the first time we've done this, but the caption underneath the picture of him, which it says born for this, is Magic, Michael, LeBron, and the 15-year-old who's next in line, think, which is just such a ridiculous weight to put on a
1: kid. I'm thinking about it, I think LeBron's the only like, young kid that that size put on their cover that didn't flop. Yeah, I mean, Telfair was on there. uh, Brian Brom. Felipe Lopez.
0: (laughs) Felipe Lopez was Uh, on there.
1: Let's not forget, I know Indiana fans may disagree, Damon Bailey, who was on there as as a high school kid as well. Was he on there? He was on there as a a high school junior, I believe. I forgot that. Yeah, I mean, he had an okay career. I mean, he did go to Final Four, but... Great at Indiana, great college player. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that he didn't meet the expectations that were given to him when he got to IU, though. The fact they didn't win four national titles is probably short of any expectation IU fans had when he got there.
0: Is there – I mean, you may be uncovering –
1: I mean, he might be the only one that's – I can't think of anybody else that's been on there off the top of my head. I'm sure they're bad. You may be
0: uncovering uncharted territory here. The Sports Illustrated cover curse has been a thing for a long time, but the high school cover curse – So I just looked this up because, of course, everybody has everything now. There is a list of all the – High school kids. Would you care to venture a guess? How many times a
1: high school athlete has been on the cover of Sports Illustrated? We just named, what, six, I think? So I'm going to say 11.
0: 14. The very first, Rick Mount in 1966. From Lebanon, Indiana. He ended up going to Purdue, correct? Number two, Tom McMillan, the best high school player in America, uh, Pennsylvania.
1: Will say this his his success at Maryland I believe is what or was it NC State I think it was Maryland Maryland yeah that would kind of help lead to the argument of more than one team per conference yeah because they kept they couldn't get in because of NC State North Carolina I mean look at the but AFC. then you know he ended up
0: going to Congress which is kind of a failure did he he's yeah. a big seven footer right yeah. yeah not you're you're thinking of not Bill Bradley who also went to who played at Bradley yeah and went to Congress or. No, no, Bill Bradley, he went to Yale or Princeton. Princeton. He was at yeah, Princeton, yeah, Princeton. Famous detail. But McMillan played in the NBA for a long time and then was like a, I think, four time elected congressman. Okay. Which is, is bad. Played in the NBA I think too, the curse
1: though. works. Congress sucks. <laughs> it does, yeah. Um, His, well, he never played, any, I don't think he ever played in this tournament games, so therefore I think the there curse There you go. Curse, curse
0: works. Bobby Carpenter,
1: hockey player. Well, being the fact I have no who that clue the head is, I'm going to say that the curse is effective on that one. He, I mean, Played for like 20 years in the NHL. How are you going to give me a high school kid on an SI cover and not say Wayne Gretzky? Christy Phillips,
0: gymnast, 1988. Ooh, I don't remember her either. She, injuries in growth derailed her hopes and she did not make the U.S. team. At least she didn't get the yips. I mean, that's, that counts right there. John Peters, baseball gross player. Spurt, by the way? That's what it said, yeah. I love a gross spurt. Injuries and in a gross spurt derailed her hopes, and she did not make the U.S. gymnastics team.
1: Only sport is women's gymnastics where a gross spurt. It's, it's a bad it's thing. It's a bad thing, yes.
0: John Peters, who won a, 50, a record 51 straight games as a high school pitcher, made it. Um, arm surgeries before the age of 21
1: ended his baseball career. Wow, I wouldn't have guessed that by listening to the precursor of his description.
0: Now, this one, I think, defeats the curse. 1995, Kevin Garnett.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah, I do remember that now, too. Yeah, because, and he was, he wanted to go to college, though, too. But yeah, he still was on the cover from his high school in South Carolina.
0: So they had a good run here. 1995, Kevin Garnett. 2002, LeBron James. Okay. So,
1: so, so far, really only two, though, right?
0: And I guess they're not counting because Brian Braun was on the cover of my senior year, but it wasn't like about him. It was about this f- overall feature of the, the disappearing of the three sport
1: high school athletes. I mean, does, but Brahm had is still a good college career? Does that are we are we labeling it by a pro as well or just collegiate?
0: I think if you are on the cover of Sports Illustrated as a high school kid, you
1: should have a. You are being labeled as like a
0: future professional okay. superstar. So
1: therefore, we're still down to only two non-busts in. Oh, four Sebastian Telfair. I think that's a bust. Oh uh, nine, this is, pick.
0: and I, I feel like this is the close, the closest equivalent of like kind of our eras of lebron in another sport as far as like a guy who was pinpointed at a very young age to be like the next big thing and a superstar who pretty much lived up to it bryce harper 09 i mean i remember videos of him yeah. as like a 12 year old kid in vegas they're like he's hitting 420 and you're like there's no way this kid ends up being anything he's gonna have like an overbearing dad i think he's successful and he I mean, clearly. yeah yeah i mean multi-time mvp like he's he's from las vegas right yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought he was just going to fail 2012 now, this is the— I noticed
1: real quick you skipped—they did it not include Felipe Lopez on that list? No, and I know he was on there. I think—I guess because he was an incoming freshman when they put him on it. Yeah, but so I he was in high school. But I could have swore they put him in his Lincoln jersey, I thought. No, he's wearing St. John's stuff. Was he? Okay. I, I remember. I watched the—I right. watched that 30 for 30 That's not that borderline long ago. That's counting, though, because he, st- he hadn't even played a freshman game yet. Yeah. Okay, go on.
0: 2012, and this is—it's so funny. We just read the description of Imani Bates because this one, <laughs> the best high school player since LeBron James is dot, dot, dot. Jabari Parker.
1: <laughs> How many? T- so, so Bates wasn't even the first to get that headline. It happens all the time. Oh, it's been. Oh, that quit being so. It was
0: Bagley. I mean, it's been everybody. They they do this all the time.
1: Parker, I tell you, Parker was one that I watched at Duke. I am I am very surprised his NBA career was as bad as it was. I thought, I he's thought he was going to be better. Good, yeah. Injuries kind of derailed him in high he school did. too. He had the one good year. I think it was Milwaukee. I think he played with. And he had the one good season, I think his rookie year, and he just mm-hmm. kind of like the, the the big guy to Duke. Yeah, had the Okafer had the one good year, and then just plummeted downhill.
0: 2017, I think he's going to be very good, but this definitely counts because he's a red. Hunter Green was on the cover of Sports Hunter
1: Illustrated. Was, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that sounds getting a little too fast and loose with the high school kids on the covers. By the way, I mean, how, how many of these have been since 2000? In the last 20 years of the 14, what all but five have been on the cover? Almost eighty percent
0: since 5, three, four, five, six. Six of the fourteen. Six of the fourteen since two thousand. So almost half.
1: Yeah. So, and SI has been going on since nineteen what fifty early fifties.
0: Well, the first person on this list is from nineteen sixty six. So still, so they, they
1: went about sixteen years without doing it.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, it, to be fair, we know. We I feel like we follow high school True. sports way more than we do than we did back then and the most recent high school athlete to be on the cover of sports illustrated is Amani Bates in 2019 <laughs> there you go but Hunter Green
1: hey, that means Louisville have two Cardinals on there I mean you count Brom I thought you were counting Telfair. well <laughs> no well you I mean that's but Brom's <laughs> not even on the list like he doesn't count Oh, okay. I guess I did. I didn't hear you say Bailey, but maybe you maybe just skipped it because. Do you
0: remember reading that story, by the way? Because it was my senior year of high school. It's all anybody talked about. Oh
1: yeah, I was working at Cardboard Heroes when it came out. Everything was cool
0: because the whole premise was you know the lack of that the nobody plays three sports anymore in high school. Everybody's specializing things, but in Louisville you've got these two like mythic figures, and Brian plays all three sports, and it was like Michael Bush, and they they totally just fabricated stuff to make it. Work. I, don't, I don't remember the article per se but, but yeah. like the whole the whole thing was like bush used to play baseball and he had a 98 mile an hour fastball and you know he lost the state championship game as a 12 year old and he says he's gonna play this year and i like i had like seven friends on the male baseball team and they all were like no he's not playing and they were like no he like barely played as a kid like everybody was good they, they thinks they were good when they were 10 years old if they could throw
1: hard the fact he played offensive defense though is impressive enough oh my
0: god he was a freak yeah
1: he was I mean, incredible that that right there should have be been press impressive at the level he played it too was impressive enough they
0: also i mean all my buddies and male who played football, they would be like, yeah, I mean, Bush just <laughs> in high school, like he's not doing anything <laughs> like, you know, we're, we're doing off season conditioning. Like he's just talking to people he's hanging out and you could, I mean, he, he was out of shape when he got to Louisville. There's no question about it. He was like, you're running
1: back in uh Friday night lights, booby,
0: booby miles a little yeah. bit like, and then he, when he finally got in shape and we saw what a freak he was capable of being, he breaks his leg after half. Cause that year oh, that was his, that move. was what he told everybody was like, I finally, I'm taking this seriously. I'm not just relying on natural talent. Like I want to be in the best shape possible to win a Heisman Trophy and then go to the NFL. And my God, he looked like it for two quarters.
1: I know it's an interesting situation, and here's here's a summertime topic for you already. Bush's leg breaking in the Kentucky game. Where does that rank in most disappointing little moments as your fan? Up there. I mean, top. It's easy top ten. Yeah. What about easy top five? No, because I want because you almost want to put the Edo kick uh, exactly. Right the question there. becomes is but, is the but, will
0: gay offside more of a what if than the but, the but Bush it, do play we break. even have
1: that do we are we even in this conversation of having that if Bush doesn't break his leg because that team would I mean as good as that team was, you add Michael Bush on there. I mean, Rutgers may not even have a chance.
0: The only thing though that I think kind of alleviates the pain of losing Bush is how good the the players were behind him. Because you, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you had, I mean, Colby Smith, you had George Stripling, you had Anthony Allen, who ended up being an NFL player. I mean, two of those three guys wound up being. Colby was a draft pick by the Chiefs. And, and played. Yeah. Like, you Two of those three guys ended up being NFL running backs. Like, yeah. and, and the I running game did not really. We would have been better with Bush, don't get me wrong. But the running game and the offense overall were still tremendous, even with him but out. We
1: also struggled offensively in that Breckers game, too.
0: We did, and I think that was more about the Dem- Trino than. Than anything else. Well, like, they were they were hitting Brian left and right. Now, it was that score, 24-7. Yeah. to 7. It happened three different times when Bobby was here. And when things went wrong and he had to get away from that game plan, he just didn't know how to do it. He just did not
1: know how to do it. Does does the leg break go ahead of either of the uh, quick errors against Clemson?
0: The first one, yes. The 2016 one, no. Okay. I think I'm,
1: I guess I'm going to stick with this only football, because basketball you'd probably have to – it might, it might knock it down a little farther down the list.
0: Yeah, with football, I still also view like the Will Gay jumping off sides as the, the bigger what is. I do Just too. because injuries happen and the Will Gay thing was such a. Did you. So, when you. Fun, fun question that I
1: always <laughs> ask people. Where was I? When no, I, no, no. I got the cops called on me, by the way, for that night. <laughs> Deservedly so. <laughs> I threw my recliner. Hold on. Okay, go ahead. D- did, you,
0: <laughs> did you know it happened when he missed the kick? Did you see the flag beforehand?
1: I can't remember. I just remember being so mad because he looks at the camera and he's like, "No, cocky." And I, but I saw it go. I'm talking
0: about the one that he missed. Okay, when the flag was thrown on Will. No, Gay. I did not see the flag. So you not celebrated? That re,
1: not that I remember. No,
0: I just remember like I was watching the game with my dad, and like I celebrated. I didn't know the flag had been thrown. I, I'm going and I look over. My dad's like sitting did. on the couch, and he. I'm like, I'm like, why are you not more excited about this? Like, do you think we're going to lose an overtime? What's going? And my dad's like, he's offsides. And I, just, I, it just broke my heart. And at the, after that, like, I knew it was over. I, I didn't even get my hopes up for the second kick.
1: I don't recall because I just, I guess just because my memory is dominated pr- from what happened afterwards when he did make it that I don't remember. I, knowing me, though, at the time, I probably was with you. I probably was celebrating a miss. So and then bad. you hear the flag, and it's like, oh, man. then he hits it, and he looks at the camera. Points. I take my recliner, and I throw it, it hits the wall. The neighbors call the cops because they think I was beating somebody up. <laughs> cops show up at my house. Want to know what's going on for domestic violence call i'm like i'm the only one here i drove to so this was
0: the first year i guess no i think it, it was the second year I, I was living at home when i came home from date to go to bellarmin and you know if i wanted to go out like i wanted to like be very very drunk and like i drove after the game it's like late i drove straight to lexington to like just go drink with my friends i'm like i'm like i, I need to commiserate game. i was like i can't handle like my buddies who had a house who were all U of L fans i was like i, I need to be around Friends at this time, and I just stay there for the rest of the weekend. Like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'm like, I've, I've got to drink this away. I can't handle it.
1: I wish I wish I could have done. I was alone in Bowling Green. It was bad.
0: That was bad. What's the biggest? Because does that? I, I, mean, I think to me that I, those two things strike me as the biggest what ifs. The Bush in football me most a little
1: bit too because also I was on the sideline for that game. I was interning with ESPN their coverage oh. of the game. I mean, I was like, I mean, I was right to you know, directly in, in his line of sight. It happened right, you know, 15 feet, 20 feet in front of me when it happened. Out of oh, this day, Wesley Woodyard can go to hell.
0: It was so bad. <laughs> I mean... It was so bad. Everything so, was so, so... crazy
1: f- that that and then the Terrell Owens, both is what led to the uh, that horse call rule. Both killing me. It was my Eagles and Cardinals uh, injuries that led to that rule. My two favorite teams. Man,
0: it was... To me, that those would be the biggest what-ifs. Those two things. Yeah. About that season. The quick... I think the quick thing is fascinating, too, because if he doesn't step out of bounds and the L wins, does any of the bad stuff late in the season happen? You know, are we more up for the Houston game than we were with one loss? I would think so. Are we more? I mean, I think that you know, things are going to be dramatically different against Kentucky. And, and, and also, if, even if you lose both those games— you went 8-0 in the ACC, and you won the conference. You're playing in the conference championship game. You're going to you know, New Year's Six Bowl. Like, it changes the entire season. And it also changes kind of the entire direction of the program. We don't have the monkey on our back against Clemson. We don't have this whole, well, you've never even won the Atlantic Division. It changes just everything. And also, like the, the one that makes me more mad when I watch the highlights, because I feel like every two months – It somehow goes viral on Twitter, like, Lamar Jackson versus Deshaun Watson. What a night in 2016. And all the Clemson—it does make me feel good that I was there, and all the Clemson fans who have been to a number of crazy games at that crazy stadium all say, like, that's the loudest it's ever been. Like, that was the wildest game I've ever been to. So I always watch the highlights. I can't avoid them. But the play that makes me even more mad watching them now is before the quick play, the third down play where Lamar makes, like, five dudes miss and then throws to the end zone. Like, Hicatini just gets tackled. Like Cole Higginbotham gets hit like a full two seconds before the ball arrives, and I I, I can't believe, and this dude's like staring right at him. And they don't throw a flag. Drives me absolutely nuts every time Clemson's I see it. Cheaters. They clutch and grab secondary. It's all they do. I'm telling you, watch any Clemson game. It's all you're gonna see. They're like you have a devil shirt on. They're the devil's no two. Clutch and grab. Get the puck in the corner. Dirty the game up. That's how they play.
1: Let's not forget the what was the linebacker that was uh, crotch t- punching people or. Grabbing belt, Boulware. Yeah. The, Peter Boulware. The guy that everybody knew was like not
0: going to be anything in the NFL. Yeah. But, but cool. Like, you're a cool guy at Clemson for a few years. Suck it, boy. He's suck. like,
1: he's going to be the linebacker version of Hunter Renfro. Exactly. Like, <laughs> chuck, uh,
0: choked Lamar Jackson on that play when Lamar flipped out. Hey, Renfro plays. Renfro's good. No, not this guy sucked. Yeah. Everybody knew he was going to suck. But whatever. Cool. He wore cool face paint. That guy was a douche. He's like
1: the guy from the program that was on steroids, probably. Or that guy from Texas Tech.
0: Remember the guy from Texas Tech when they were good that one year who had like the crazy, like full on face paint, like where it made him look like an insane clown posse member. And like they always showed him coming out and he like just wasn't good. (laughs) Like they they were like, hey, he's averaging two tackles per game at linebacker. I'm like, well, that sucks. That's not good. It's Texas Tech,
1: they don't want to tackle many people.
0: What's the biggest what if on the basketball side for men's? The women's, I think, is obvious. If that foul is called, Final yeah. Four against Mississippi State, yep. boom. Yep. Do you win a national title? Changes everything. Yeah, there's Men's a basketball, is. there's a bunch.
1: I mean, even if you combine men and women's, that women's one might even be my, would probably be my top ten per combined, I would think. You uh, know what the
0: biggest is? What if we don't sign Sebastian Telfair? He ruined everything. Well, I mean, he tanked everything yeah. two years into the damn thing. Two years of the Patino tenure, what, you take the whole what, damn What thing. if we
1: have one regular student in Minority Hall that night? <laughs> That's a big what if. Just, big, just one regular The banner's still up. One regular student. Why
0: and, couldn't Petey have just stumbled in?
1: Couldn't we just said uh, one of Katina's girls were a student there, too? I mean, just, <laughs> you
0: know, in, invite Mark from Intro to Theater over to the the, the dorm one night, and you would have solved a whole host of problems <laughs> we, for we, all of us. To be
1: clear, we would have, we would, the trajectory of the last six years would just be completely different.
0: Just get Bryce in there from from public speaking
1: i don't know One a little thing that comes to my mind what if what if gorgie tips that alley oop to anthony davis in the final four remember do you remember right after we like see yeah. three and they throw that oop and gorgie just i mean it goes it, the
0: ball just like sits there on the ground too and i think it's kid gilchrist picks it up and just lays it in
1: yeah, i mean no i was thinking there was an oop to davis where gorgie tries to go up and he just goes right i mean gorgie's go way up but the oop just goes right over his fingertips and they kind of just grabbed – at that point, I think I put them up by like six or seven, and they put, gave momentum, and we never got it back.
0: I, feel, I still think that the worst I thing – Remember the timing, correct? Uh, yeah, you, you're right. Like, when the Seva 3 happened, it was kind of like we've been fighting this uphill climb the entire game, and it was almost like everybody just sort of stopped for a second and was like, oh, my God. Like, like, like we got yeah. there. And it was – that moment – that brief lapse where we just stopped playing and stopped like trying to climb and we're like, Oh my, well, what do we do now? It, it killed us because we have that play. And then on the other end, I'll never, I'll never forget what happened next. I mean, Chris Smith, who was trying to audition for the NBA, the entire tournament, which was <laughs> so obnoxious, like just, I mean, he's the, he's the fifth option should be the fifth option on the floor for a little that time with that lineup. And he just goes one-on-one takes the most, abhorrent shot possible airballs it and at that point Kentucky's got all the momentum right back that was it it was done
1: uh this is old school what if us reads half court shot doesn't go in
0: i thought about that's a good one so that's,
1: that's one for the old timers out there i think because that
0: team peaking at the right time had every seemed like a, a very realistic chance of repeating realistic um, chance
1: that, t- that was the only team in four years that didn't go to a final four yeah i mean they were and they <laughs> they'd
0: won something like nine in a row at the end of the year after a rough start uh, I remember because I always dive into this because I I didn't realize until a few years ago when I was doing a radio show uh, and we talk, started talking about the U.S. read shot. I always kind of thought, well, you know, that team based on their seed and based on their overall record, it was a it was a down year after the national title. They lost some key pieces, I'm sure. And then you go back and look and see like the evolution of that team and realize just how hot they mm-hmm. were coming into the NCAA tournament. And yeah, like that could have absolutely cost them a national title. It's sort of the same thing as with the the 2014 team. If you, you know, if you get the foul call on Alex Poitras. If Mango dunks the ball instead of trying to lay it in and you know, gets fouled but misses it and then misses the free throws. If Russ shoots free throws better in that game. If or Mango just hits both free throws. Well, that's Michigan State. I'm, th- oh, I'm talking oh, about 2014. I'm sorry. Yeah. If Aaron Harrison isn't left wide open in the corner in the uh, final minute, like all those things, not only do you have potentially Louisville winning back-to-back national titles, but I think the dynamic in that rivalry is, is totally different for the next few years. Because at that point like that that was the moment where it's like, okay, Kentucky owns Louisville up until that point, like they'd had better teams than us, they clearly had a better team than us in year one with the wall team. They were kind of the same team as us in year two, and then blew us out, which was embarrassing with Harrelson then
1: uh, my first ever game, by the way. <sighs> Of One best. of mine. My first ever first ever Louisville-Kentucky game was the Edgar Sosa shot. I wore my only thing I hate more than Kentucky basketball or Kentucky fans t-shirt. No, I like it. One behind I, me kept telling me to sit down to enjoy the view of my rear end. I love it. <laughs> we
0: 2012, we lose to them in the regular season and the Final Four, but then you flip it by saying, 2013, hey, you got your title, we beat you, we got our title, and they did the whole the Twins are coming thing, but then the Twins kind of sucked. Yep. And even though they, they beat us in the, in the regular season, if you win that game in the Sweet 16— Kentucky still owns like a 5-2 record in the head-to-head series, but you can say, well, we've, like, we're have like we better nationally right now. We've won back-to-back national titles since you've won your last one. You won one big game against us in the tournament. We won one big game against you in the tournament. The, the balance of power here, even though you have the overall record, is kind of on our side. And instead, despite all of our success and despite the fact that we would go to the Elite Eight the next year, it just became this whole Kentucky is completely dominant over Louisville. And that hasn't really gone away, at least until now, because they haven't beaten us since before the pandemic.
1: 81, if we'd beaten Arkansas, we would have played number one seed LSU, and you know we own Dale Brown. We know, we don't lose to LSU and no. stuff. Ironically, if we go, if we had gone to that Final Four, we would have played Isaiah Thomas and IU in the Final Four of that game. Yeah, that would have been tough. <laughs> yeah, I think. That would have uh, been tough. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a what-if in that game. I think that game might have been a little larger gap to, to say a what-if, too. But, uh, what is there? I mean, is there another <laughs> – the I think the most just obvious just the one we not get hurt maybe in ninety seven and it was it ninety seven ninety eight I forget uh, 90, 97. 97 yeah. where we lost to North Carolina yeah I mean I mean I know we got to North Carolina still with with his injury but I mean maybe if he doesn't get hurt and we're healthy I don't think I don't know if we beat North Carolina I mean they beat us pretty decent that game I know we cut it to what like six or five or something I think midway through the second half and then
0: I, I mean I know what the answer is and I don't want to say it because you're going to be mean about it again and am I brain farting I something? get mad yeah. It's the Terry Howard free throw in 1975. Oh, yeah. Against
1: UCLA. Yes, when he choked at the free throw. Line. Because if you yeah. make it,
0: you beat UCLA. Yeah. You end John Wooden's career. How'd I forget that one. And then also, you forget what that would have set up. A Louisville, Kentucky national title game. Know. And we would have beaten them by 45 points. Yeah. Because we were way better than them. We were. That's, uh, to me, that that's the be, biggest that's gotta one. got to be it. Yeah. His I only mean, missed free throw of the year.
1: Th- but it's, yeah. That, US Reed, maybe, and then the uh, regular student at Minardi Hall. <laughs> <laughs> the Holy Trinity wow, right there. What a combination. The, the, <laughs> only at Louisville. You, can you name another school gets Only Miami can maybe or Baylor can match another what if list.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> uh, let's take a break. I did not mean to get on that, but it was a fun topic. We've got an hour uh, of the show. We'll, we'll talk about uh, i got a couple of derby things to get to. I know Trevor loves that. We've got a couple oh, of yeah. baseball items. I know you love that, too. The yeah. barrel is back home. We haven't touched on that just yet. You know what else I love? What do you
1: love? I love my girls, my doggies. It's their birthday today. Oh! They turned five today.
0: The ones that you like are all of them? Just the two I like. Just the two you like.
1: I don't remember what Sally's birthday is. Of course you don't.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna adopt Sally. I'm 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 gonna save Sally at some point in this relationship. Uh we got hour number two. i uh, let's say hour number two. Technically it is hour number two. <laughs> the five before. o'clock hour is up next. If you want to weigh in, give us a text on the Thornton's text line at 502-414-1450. It's the Mike Rutherford show. It continues next here on 1450 the Big X.
1: Devious degenerate, defender of the
0: devil Shuck on all the trash compactors on the we- detention we- level My
1: backpacks, got chance Well I'm boba, all the fat Well I bounty hard for Java hunt To finance my vet Well we- we- I chill we- in deep space
0: I don't know what this is. I mean, I'm sitting here waiting to try like, for something to clip. What is this? Um,
1: this is a song called... Uh, Did you just fart? No, that was part of the... It was <laughs> the <lead. laughs>
0: I was like, I've heard them before from in here. I've never heard one quite that distinctly or that sounded like some sort of drone. Well, it's Are you one. in a cave back there? What was that? <laughs>
1: We're not on a remote. Uh, no, that was that was the sound of a like a, a laser beam, I think. Oh. This is called Fett's Vet. It's a, like, just like this little uh, parody song by somebody called MC Chris. Because you know what today is, don't you? It
0: is May the 4th. May yes. the 4th be with you. What was the first song that you played? Was that the Star Katina Wars theme? The
1: song. The, the song they play in the Katina, uh, most likely Katina. Well, I mean,
0: Katina song is not.
1: Or Katina, whatever it's called. Does not yeah. fit
0: for this show. I'm just going to go ahead and let you know that. Let's go ahead and nix that from the the playlist.
1: <laughs> but that was this, this song. Always, I know this is. It was on um, the Kevin Smith movie uh, Zack and Miri Make a Porno. You ever seen it? Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, and it's uh, I liked it. Yeah, it's not didn't bad. think I was going to. Not his best work, but it wasn't bad. Uh, but they when they're doing like a little montage of them putting together the the uh, the, the costumes, this song plays. That's how I knew it.
0: I like the the, the first response that I look at the text line is MC Chris. It's Stoner music.
1: Yeah, it's I don't know I don't know who MC Chris is except for. I guess he does this song. I want to say he, but it kind of sounds like a she a little It sounded bit. like a woman. Yeah, so I don't know yet. I don't want to, you know, I guess I'm not, I guess in today not, you can play the pronoun game, I guess.
0: Well, you know, audio sometimes distorts voices. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Every time, you know, this song, did you ever hear the song? It's recent, like a couple of years ago, uh, Redbone by Childish Gambino.
1: I've heard the, uh, no, Childish Gambino, that's Donald Glover, right? Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, it's funny you say that. So Mary always thought that that was a woman. And I'm like, that's that's uh, childish Gambino. And she's like, "Now explain to me again, like what I've explained to her thirty five times that Donald Glover and childish Gambino are the same place. It's his it, same person,
1: the person that's <laughs> his music
0: <laughs> name. Donald Glover is the actor who's, uh, you know, done Atlanta, done a variety of mm-hmm. movies. Uh, Childish Gambino is the musician who did Redbone. He did uh, This Is America.
1: Like, I know that this is America only. That's one thing I like, know. And, okay.
0: and she's still, every time she hears that song, she's like, now that you're telling me this isn't a woman. And I'm like, no, it's a man. And she's like, and now who is it again? I'm like, it's Childish Gambino. And she's like, and now what's weird about him? I'm like, he's also Donald Glover. And she's like, what? And then that, then I'm just
1: like, I'm done. I can't I, answer I'm anymore. I'm kind of glad you brought this up because I, it just reminded me, I got into like a, like my fantasy group. We got into like a big discussion a few years ago. It was when the This is America song came out because I'd never heard that. I didn't know he went by Childish Gambino Uh as a rapper. And I'd never heard any of his music until that song because it was everywhere on the Internet. I mean, you couldn't avoid not seeing the video and everything. And so I got got this big debate of is he more famously known as Child Gambino or Donald Glover?
0: I think now it's Donald Glover. I
1: thought I always went Donald Glover. I think
0: at a time it was Childish Gambino.
1: See, I really? At what point? Because, I mean, like, because he doesn't even get to be, I, I stand to, to, to say that he doesn't even become famous as a rapper if he's not famous as Donald Glover already.
0: See, I knew it was Childish Gambino first. But
1: he was Donald Glover, though, on, on Community before he did any albums, right?
0: Childish Gambino started in like 06. When did, well, when did Community
1: come out? Probably before then.
0: I think right around the same time. Give or take. I just, I never watched Community.
1: I liked, the first few seasons I thought really good. It, it really dipped in the last, like, two years, though. Two, three years of it, though. I think the writers changed. The guy who created it, I think, left the show is what happened. I know people liked it. Yeah. I mean, um, it was, I liked it. Like I said, if if you I recommend the first few seasons. If you can struggle through the rest, more power to you. I've never been able to get past a certain point
0: yeah i just i never watched it I, I knew i knew he had a name i knew he acted but i didn't i knew i knew him from music first and then i started recognizing him when he was doing like atlanta and stuff like just like so I've never six wa- seven eight years you ago never i never it. watched i just always see the promos for yeah it.
1: So, do I, so you never watched i watched like one episode of it uh, a couple weeks ago, just randomly because it came on after something else I was watching, you know. I'll never
0: get used to you saying episode. Dude. I'm sorry. I, I know it's like a thing with the show. I, I'll never, I'll never get used to it. I don't even realize I do it outside, every time. It's just like a stabbing pain in my neck. You did. Like I, I do. I've known this for almost a year now, and every single time
1: I'm just like, oh, it was. It was the show. Was the the, the one episode. There you I, go. I, it's it's he, not that he, hard. He to pause, stop and pause. I'm like, I'm going to start sounding like Jim Rome over here if I have to do that for every word. See, but now you say
0: it and like, I feel bad. Now I'm like, it, it's just. Now it's, I'm going to be Jim now Rome. Now it feels not natural. <laughs> yeah, we, we can both. There's only room for one Jim Rome on this show, or one quasi Jim
1: Rome. I, but so we got this big. Yeah, it, it led to a heated debate. Uh, not since, you know, should kickers be allowed in our league? If there's been one so heated. Well, actually, the other heated, most heated debate was when I kept calling Airbnbs bed and breakfast. And everybody's like, it's not a bed and breakfast, and I'm like, what do the B and B stand for? And they're like, it's not a bed and breakfast. Yeah, it, it is one
0: of those things though that it was like, it's like, like they're not technically bed and breakfast, but like that's where they started that's, from, so they had to keep the what name. B and B stands for. Yeah, like name. it's like we had. Because our sites became, you know, originally we were Sports Blog Nation. Remember that back in the day? Mm-hmm. And then it became SB Nation because they're not, like, you know, blogs are, like, they're not Ireland, really blogs. Not to be cool, yeah. It's like, is. now they're just, like, all websites. Yeah. Everybody is, quote, unquote, blogging. And everyone's like, well, what's the B stand for? And it's like, well, blogs. Like, but you don't have blogs? Like, no. <laughs> but we used to at one point. Because we stayed at Airbnbs and it's never been, like, a bed
1: and break. It's just, it's like, basically a house. Are you a and b or an Airbnb or a hotel guy?
0: I prefer hotels. I've done Airbnbs a couple of times when we kind of had to when it made sense. I
1: think I think it makes sense for families. Doing vacations, I get that.
0: Obviously, I've never done it with with family. I've done it for bachelor parties okay. and just a trip that Mary and I made to. I guess the bachelor
1: party would make sense too.
0: We did like a. We went to like this for a wedding. We had to go to this uh, Colorado like Steamboat Springs, and they're just not not hotels. Like it's all just kind of Airbnb stuff down there. So we did that for that, and it was it worked out well.
1: Not a, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm I'm, I'm I know you
0: you said that you said you've never done it.
1: And you're never going to? No, no. That, no, I've said be a couple times. Oh, you have? I have given him a shot. Yeah. I knew you didn't like it. I, knew I did you... not like it, no. I, I, I think I've done maybe three of them, and, and I didn't book any of them. They were all with friends, like a buddy who I, you'd be traveling with did it. And like One of them, we were in like a basement. Like, you had to go through these people's living rooms to watch. You, you said this. And I'm like,
0: what? The, yeah.
1: Why can't we just stay at a Holiday Inn? Because
0: I told you my story as a <laughs> follow-up about when we – Asheville a party, and there was a guy in the basement when we yeah, got there. I he's mean, like we, – we're like, hey, man. And he's like, hey, I'm Rodrigo. And we're like, okay. <laughs> we're the people <laughs> staying here that didn't know there was a Rodrigo here.
1: And then the other one – like, one of the other times, and this was – I don't know, maybe it just kind of freaks me out. Maybe it's my mindset, but, I mean – There's like, there's cameras like on like like three cameras outside the house, one in the backyard. The garage door is locked, and there's like three bedrooms, and two of the bedroom doors are locked, and like another door is locked. You can't get out. I'm thinking, what the hell's in this room? Like, is he got like sloth in here? I mean, why are we locking these doors? This is, I'm I'm renting the house, right? I mean, isn't it the point? Yeah, you're playing a risky game. Yeah, I don't go to Holiday Inn. They got like a random door locked that you don't know what's in there.
0: Uh, It's been two days now since you made Cyberknife your official derby pick yes. are you still feeling good about this oh yeah
1: do i need to put money on them now so before the odds go down though
0: it doesn't work like that oh you're gonna get the odds when the when the bell sounds and the gate opens really i, always I know th- I always it's not th- like it's not like other betting it's, i always thought it, it was like that though no it's it, i don't like it because
1: that is kind of dumb
0: i hate that like i feel like i c- it's why you always see like a if there's a insider tip like a, a wise guy horse that a lot of gamblers feel really yeah. strongly about i got a horse that'll make our yeah. year yeah. you'll see the odds drop significantly like right before they go off because they're they're hoping that they they don't want to make the odds drop too early they want they're hoping that it'll stay like four to one instead of shooting down to uh like two to one right before the post oh that's weak i know it's 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 lame. I didn't realize it till like when I was little. Like I always, I'm like, oh, I got him at ten to one. He's going off at three. And they're like, well, you get I didn't you realize get until
1: five minutes ago. <laughs> you don't you don't follow horse racing that much, man. So I guess it doesn't matter when I I was just gonna try to like Venmo Roush some money. That's what I usually do most of the years. He's out there. I will just Venmo him money and tell him to put it on put it on my bet for me.
0: I do all my betting on the app now. Twin Spires.
1: I've tried to sign up for Twin Spires or just makes it or the TVG. I guess is the other one. I think is that another one that does yeah. it. And every time I do it, I just I I, I tried doing it a couple of years ago, and I had to jump through so many hoops by the time I got around to it. I was like, it's not even worth to make just to make a derby bet for me. So I just never do it. I think you can bet the derby like on like your normal – I know probably on Uncle Bo you can. Oh, I'm sure you can. I'm not part of Bavada anymore anyway, though. But I'm sure DraftKings by drop across the river. I'm sure I can maybe yeah. get my derby bets. Anybody's
0: going to have derby odds this yeah. weekend. So you're still feeling good about CyberKnife? I am.
1: Um, I'm, I think I'm going, is it exact as they call it? Which, when do you take the three horses? That's trifecta. Okay. I'm going to do that with happy Jack and, uh, tis the boom. Tis the those, those are my well, crap. Maybe I should only do a two one. Then. It's like get the damn names source, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, those are, cause those are my three go-to's. So I'll go, I'll go cyber across the board at $10. I'm going high on this one. No pun intended. Uh, going $10 across the board. And then I'll do the trifecta with those three horses. I've never done a trifecta. Is that how I pronounce it?
0: Yeah, I would recommend not making that. But wait, wait, don't let me talk you out of
1: it. Why? Is one of those horses really bad? I mean, Happy Jack socks. I, I, I'm just, I'm hey. just saying it.
0: Um, I, I know he's a Doug O'Neill horse. Unless he gets some oh, sort he's a Doug of Doug O'Neill horse. Unless he gets like a quick drug O'Neill uh, throwback <laughs> shot right before the race, I don't feel good about his chances. But
1: <laughs> so he's not too happy, is what you're saying? <laughs> he's,
0: I don't think he's going to be too happy on Saturday. Uh. I don't think he, I do this every year where I pick a NFC horse, aka no bleeping chance horse. I pick my pick, and then I pick a NFC horse. And for a while there, before we had a run of favorites, I think my NFC horse had won more times than my actual <laughs> pick. Like I made funny I side. More though. I made funny side my NFC my no. Bleeping Chance horse in two thousand three, just because my buddy Danny like loved it so much and he annoyed me so much. I'm like that horse. No, he's a gelding. He's got no balls. He, he's not going to win this race.
1: I always thought like geldings would be faster. Well, this more one was. This one was. World dynamic, I guess you could say. <laughs> this one
0: uh, was fast, and and that was bad. Giacomo was my NFC horse. Um, and then Mind that bird was my no bleeping chance horse. I think that this was year a gray one right was Mind that bird gray. I don't even remember. I don't think it was. It was little. I know that this year. So if you want to bet on this to, to get in on it, classic Causeway. I wish I wasn't. It's a Kentucky horse. It's got bowling like, green ties. It's a happy Jack. <laughs> classic Causeway. Uh, no shot. Not happening. Class, what's his What's his odds right now? Morning line thirty to one. Happy, is, what, is happy over forty? Happy's thirty. Thirty's the highest. 30, is that the highest thing they yeah. don't have? They. they I mean, they do. They used to do fifty back. Then. I mean, they can still do fifty, yeah. but the thirty's the highest. I think they have like six horses who are thirty to one. Is
1: fifty to one the highest odds in horse racing? No,
0: you can get up to ninety nine. Okay. it goes all the way up to 99 i
1: can't remember if I've ever, i mean derby day is the only day i ever look at a, at a program let alone do anything else and i don't remember i just don't remember ever seeing anything above a 50 on a normal derby day program
0: i mean country house a couple of years ago when it won which you know i, I used one in air quotes was 65 to one okay and remember, remember they used to have the field yeah did field they, bet.
1: when did they get rid of that
0: it's a good question because i remember they I still to, have it for future wagers Okay, but they don't have it for like just you can't bet the field anymore on
1: on on the Derby. Yeah, I remember you used to be able to do that. It'd be like a crop a of kid. like six or seven horses. Mm-hmm. I
0: think that bet was too good, and they just <laughs> they, just they got, got rid of, of it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I honestly I I had totally forgot
1: about that. You're right. They the field used to be a it used to be a, a pretty smart wager. I'm having kid flashbacks over here to my Derby parties at grandma's
0: because there were so for so long. This is probably why they got rid of it. For so long, the Derby favorite didn't win, and you did have a couple just kind of flyers get in there Seek and in the field. and just you know eat up the broken pace and and, and scoop in there and and win. And now with the point system, it's made it, I think, a lot, much much easier to gauge who the actual horses that can go a mile and a half are and that's why you've seen the favorite win so many times it, basically if the favorite hasn't been getting disqualified the favorite the favorite's been winning since the points <laughs> well, one disqualification right and two i mean because country house won in the last year baffert's horse uh okay gets disqualified and now it you've got dies. mandaloon as the yeah now he's dead dead <laughs> we have so.
1: i like i did like how they were they, i saw just the spectrum story last his last night on that and they just but they brought up the fact that there's, like, the lawsuit against, like, Churchill Downs over the people who had the, the course that came in second, their ticket. Yeah, it, it does kind of suck. Because I mean, Country House, you got cashed out because it happened
0: there. You know, they had the yeah that, the Stewart's Inquiry. They they look at it forever. And I had $5 to win on Country House just because my guy Ken Rudolph. And we're going to play the clip on Friday. I'm going to try to get him on the show on Friday. Okay. He's, like, the long shot king. He has the best derby video of all time. I don't know if you watched it when I tweeted it out on Monday, the video of him when he had Giacomo live watching it on TVG. And he just like, he sees Giacomo coming down the stretch and he's like,
1: get it, get it, get it. What? <laughs> what?
0: And so I've I, I always brought him on the radio show and he gave us Country House as his pick that year. And so I'm like, I can't go against my guy Ken. I got to put at least something on it. Yeah. And so I put five bucks and ended up paying extreme because it was 65 to one. Nice. And I'm going to try to get Ken on Friday. I know he's busy, but I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I'm go- We're going to Thurby, we're going to the track. I'm very, very excited. I haven't done anything that hasn't been. Like work or kid related for more than an hour so I guess in like kid, four months
1: the kids are going with you. the kids track. are not
0: going we're going with friends i'm very excited about it i'm gonna have three beers and just be blackout drunk and make some ridiculous wagers i cannot wait for that to happen Do you need me to babysit or anything? you're not babysitting maybe maybe you can check in a little Do, bit
1: you mean me, can i can I hang out with my kid since you're not you yeah you me? can you can hang out
0: with little uh tk baby John slash Trevor. He's he's, he'll be, he'll be rocking, but I'm I'm excited about it. We're going to have Dalton Pence, young gunner filling in tomorrow on the show. So we will have a show and then I'll be on back for Friday, which, you know, if you're listening to the show, God love you. I appreciate it. If you're not, I'm not going to blame you. It's Friday. It's Oak's day. Schools are out works out everybody's drinking but hey get drunk on your back porch turn on the mic rather for chill we'll have some fun We'll be a be good here. time
1: we'll be here catching a buzz with you we'll
0: be making bets too watching the oaks races i'll be making trevor make some wagers it's gonna be fun
1: oh, i'll give you my horse i'll give you my race my my picks in each race during the show it's like. gonna be great you know i can pick them you can
0: i know that uh 502-414-1450 is the thornton's text line let's take a couple of texts here uh to end the first segment of the five o'clock hour Texas says when I turn on the big X and I hear a GD minor league baseball game instead of your show, it irritates the crap out of me. Well, we love the bats here. What do you want us to do? Bats won two in a row. Only the bats are they're coming around, but I did notice they were like, it's the second time we've won back-to-back games this year. I'm like, well, let's make, maybe we don't publicize that.
1: First shutout of the year as well. Hey, hey, uh, that's also
0: one more win total than the Cincinnati Reds have, so uh, you're, you're doing better there.
1: Unless something like weirdly happens tomorrow because they have a day game tomorrow, which starts at 11, 1035 on uh, pregame eleven oh five first first pitch. Odds are we won't be interrupted with uh, Dalton coming in. Should be good. But, well, yeah, but uh, I I don't think if I remember right, I know there's no other interruption possibilities this month or okay. next month for us. So There you go. I, I, You're I safe until July, check, folks. but I'm pretty sure the next two months we're good to go. It's like, can you double check, please? Short, short of maybe having to go out at like 540 like we have a couple of times. Wouldn't hate another no. one o'clock game, guys. <laughs> Come on, bad. I mean, I'd be honest with you, we used to get them with the Reds when I was over at Cumulus. Not doing a bad show, deal. Doing shows with like Easy and Sweeney and stuff when I, back in those days. And we'd get day Reds games, and I'd be like, sweet. Not a bad like, deal. Like, I kind of liked them, yeah. I,
0: like, don't get me wrong, I've checked out on the Reds. But last night I when they lost, else. <laughs> when they lost last night, like, seeing the record, I don't know if it's just the big round number, but actually seeing 3 and 20 in my oh. face. It's just, It was like this, re- this weird realization of like, oh, holy... I texted my friends. I was like, holy bloop, 3-20. and 20. That's 17 straight losses, right? Yeah, they, they split... No, not 17... Oh, God, I think it is. You're right. Because they split the opening series with Atlanta. Yeah. Which is, in, in hindsight, how the hell did that happen? 2-2, <laughs> two and two, and then they won one of the games in the next series against the Cardinals, I think it was. They did, you're right. You're right, they did. And yes. they haven't won since.
1: So I think it's been less than 17. So I think, it, yeah, they were... No, I guess they had to have been, yeah, because that. I mean, I think they've lost like nine in a row, at least. Because I'm, I'm, trying to curious. I wonder what the longest losing streak in Major League Baseball history. Is. We're coming be. for all the records this year. I mean, <laughs> we're coming for everything. I would, if I had to guess, the longest losing streak would be maybe 25 games, roughly. 25? Well, I think
0: the Orioles one year
1: started off like 0 and 21 or something. Oh wow! Back in the day, That would surprise me. Uh, the Reds, they are
0: one in their last nine.
1: So they had okay, at least eight, probably eight until so the streak's been eight or nine.
0: No, they they beat the Cardinals in their last game just four games ago. So they've only lost three in a row. Okay, <laughs> they're, they're fine. <laughs>
1: Everything good. It's all it's all good. Yeah.
0: It's <laughs> Louis, look, Luis Castillo pitched great for the bats when he I mean, comes that, that's back. More positive for you. you when know, he comes I'm, back, we're all going to be good. Jonathan India will get healthy eventually. We're getting to forty wins, guys. See, we're we're going to get there.
1: You should word it that way instead of wording it as three and twenty.
0: Three and twenty. It, I mean, it's mind blowing. I do love like we make fun of uh, podcast Trevor on our Reds text group every year because you know, when, when it's obvious the team's going to be bad for a long time, like we'll all in December be like, Oh this is going to be so terrible. Like looking <laughs> at the moves. And then he's the one who, when it gets to like March, he's like, you know, Oh, okay. I'm looking at this a little bit. Like, I don't hate well, these trades that there's much. There's
1: a reason why he's podcast Trevor. That sounds like Trevor sometimes. He's like, because he literally, <laughs> it be like, that way.
0: like and it, when it finally happened, because he's, he's like the most negative guy when the off season starts in November and December. And then by the time we get to March, he's like, you know, I'm not saying we're going to the playoffs. All I'm saying is we're going to be in the hunt all August. And he made that exact quote on opening day. And I've gone back to it several. And so he actually came out and said, he goes, I've been on your radio show twice now. The first time. We brought him on the track when I was there with John. Um, I think it was the first Ramsey and Rutherford, and he was just drunk at the track on Derby, and he's nice. like, he's like, going put it on. And he chose Whitmore to win the Derby. Whitmore came in dead last. <laughs> and the second time he made the comment on the show when you were gone in March that oh, yeah. the Reds will be in contention until August, they're three and twenty and trending towards potentially the worst record in the history of Major League Baseball. They
1: didn't make it out of the second week of the season. <laughs>
0: That's how you know he's a he's a radio superstar. That's how you know he's got. The, listen to the Card Chronicle podcast. We're only giving you the best information. I
1: mean, I you paying a little bit right now. The Blue Jays have now lost two nor the Yankees. We may lose. Our the Yankees first, can't lose to anybody. We may lose our first series of the season. We haven't lost a series yet this year, and it's oh, it irks me because we, we we blew it out with no start. He's so good. Our young stud pitcher went seven innings, only gave up one run. The, the Aaron Judge home run, uh-huh. is, you know. And everybody's now seeing that with the guy handing the ball to the little which kid, a cool which a cool moment. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know Canadians. We're we're polite and nice, you know. We're us? yeah. You're a Canadian now? I'm Canadian-Russian. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew you were Russian, Kami. Yeah, <laughs> Russian-Canadian. We've established that. Yeah. <laughs> I find
0: myself, and this is, I was hoping I could avoid this, and I, I can't. I find myself now rooting for the Yankees more than the Reds. Because one of my oldest friends is the hitting coach for the Yankees.
1: I, mean, I invited you on our wagon, and you're going to stab me in the back? I can't stop. I can't help high. it.
0: I can't help it.
1: I mean, seriously.
0: Do you know how cool it is to know somebody you've known your entire life and like Twitter searches name and you see know all me. these all these Yankee <laughs> fans like tweeting about him being like a god?
1: Like, I can't believe this.
0: It's incre- Like, it's cool. I mean, it's cool as hell. This is,
1: this is one of the worst betrayals I've. ever I mean, he's had.
0: giving me inside Yankee info. You're not giving me anything. You're not giving me any inside Blue Jays info. I
1: mean, <laughs> this, is, this is horrible. I don't know what Joey not- Gallo's
0: like, and I interview
1: this 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 just this, this, this just knocked michael bush's leg injury off the, the my, my heartbreaking well way. it's happening i stand by it wow, they've won
0: 11 in a row now nah,
1: i can't wait to, to win this get to win the, the al east and send you all home
0: texas says a couple notables missing from that list
1: oh the, the si list
0: the si list okay they called jimmy clausen a brady slash manning mix when he was 16 or 17 Jimmy Clawson. i remember him having the hype i don't remember him having
1: Jimmy Clausen didn't have the same uh, Ron Paulus. I guy. was about to
0: say. Do you remember the Ron Paulus type? Oh, the quote that I'll never forget was. Please
1: say Beano Cook.
0: He's going to win four Heismans in four uh, years. No,
1: no, no. no. <clears throat> Ron Paulus is going to win four <laughs> Heismans in four years. And four national titles. My favorite moment in in, in, in ESPN history, probably. I've, Bino, we miss you, buddy. I loved Beano Cook growing he up. Was I mean, he's, you did, he was the best. He was the football Harry Carey. Like, oh, that's yeah. What he was, he was he, he. Short of having a Budweiser in his hand, he was the he was the Harry Carey of football.
0: Now the the raw the the Jimmy Clausen cover because I just looked it up. It appears that actually was an ESPN the magazine cover. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. no
1: one remembers ESPN the magazine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do they still even make that? So Jimmy Clausen does not work. Uh, they said they put Freddie Adu on the SI cover at least six times as a teen and called him the savior of soccer. Oh, also, does Monet Davis from the Little League World Series count? Well, no, she wasn't in high school.
1: Yeah. So, did they put Danny Monte on there too? No. <laughs> he was in high school. <laughs> he, he was <laughs> posing as a 12-year-old. I uh, didn't know. Uh, Pretty dude. He he did play for a little bit. He played for um,
0: he played for the MLS and stuff. He oh, just wasn't any good. He's
1: on the uh, the Washington team. I don't know. Yeah, the D.C. United—that's who he played with.
0: Hey, he's coming back anytime soon. He's going to save soccer. We're going to win the World Cup in a few years. He's coming. It's Freddie
1: Adu's year. I mean, any day now. Who's the, who's the young kid, Plecik? Christian really, Palisic. Yeah, that's the one. I'm surprised they never put on there. He's good. He was. Well, playing. he's incredible. He still is. He's awesome. Yeah, like, he's the, he's the absolute real deal. I used to I used him just when he was still like 16 on uh, on FIFA. He was on there. And he was awesome. Texas says,
0: "Big what if? What if Paget won the Virginia game?"
1: I mean, yeah. I, I mean, don't
0: think it changes anything. You don't think so? I think we make the NCAA tournament. I think. Well, I don't think I know. Like David will tell you the same thing. Like he wasn't going to stay. Regardless. They knew yeah. when it got to late February. I think because there there was a point in time when they were playing so well. Remember we upset Notre Dame on the road in January, and remember he went on Sports Center afterwards because we had like Patino had never won at Notre Dame. It was our first win at Notre Dame since we became conference mates. It was Andy crazy. Beat Florida State pageant. And he beat Florida State <laughs> twice that yeah. year. We went two and three against them, and he had another big win right after that. And there was—I remember a lot of talk, and I think it was legitimate that he had a chance to get the permanent job. And then when the season kind of ended up going more the way we thought it was going to go, by the time they got—they got to late February, there was an understanding like,
1: was he—you know, David Was he ever in contention? That's what I just said. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even late – okay, so that was. the closest. I think in
0: January there was like, I think there was a thought that this could be a thing. Like this, we might keep him around. I think he was still.
1: So if he wins Virginia, goes a tournament. You think there, what? What would you put his odds of? No, at? Oh. because
0: again, by then it was it was done. Okay. By late February they had had they a conversation had and okay. they had, they everybody everybody knew what was going on. Like unless, even if he like went to the national title game, I think that it wouldn't have been like a Mike Davis. Whatever Larry Brown deal where he got the job full time, like I think it was, it was done. When did Larry Brown earn that? Division? Not Larry Brown. Um you said Mike Davis Fisher. Steve Fisher. Steve Fisher.
1: Yeah. Fisher did win it though. though I mean, <laughs> which that, that would have helped. Yeah, it would have been, It would have been hard.
0: Imagine, <laughs> imagine not retaining David Padgett after he won a national title.
1: Your IU fans, would if you were going to get the exact same after it happened, would you have let? Would you have taken Davis' title at least that year? I assume yes. You have to take titles. Yes.
0: I feel like yeah, you do. I agree, yeah. Uh, Texas says, what if we didn't talk about all these horrible times in Louisville <laughs> Athletics that are now making me feel horrible?
1: I'm sorry. It just popped in my head. We, we, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot on the plate today. I mean, we could talk. I mean, we talked so much about bait yesterday. I mean,
0: Texas said, what if T. didn't lose his mind against Michigan State? I mean, yeah. I think the bigger what if there, and this, it's interesting to me that this doesn't get talked about as much because it is public knowledge, like, it's out there. Karen Cipher was blackmailing Rick Pitino during these weeks.
1: Oh, you, you heard the rumors of that stuff before the tournament started. And
0: See, I'd I never heard those rumors. Oh, I'd
1: heard, and I dismissed them as Kentucky fans just talking, oh, have you heard Pitino's been up at Cincinnati at a clinic? Or, you heard you know, you heard And it, I took it as message board, you know, rumors and nothing more. Sometimes message board rumors can be, can be so,
0: true. So, fun fact about me, I've heard those calls that they made, the threatening calls that were left oh, on really? Patino's voicemails oh, I yeah. from my legal team, yeah. And I, they were made strategically before big game. The very first one happened, if you remember, we beat West Virginia the last Saturday night of the regular season to win the Big East regular season title outright. Early in the day, Pitt played UConn. We needed, I think, Pitt to beat UConn. They did. And then by us beating West Virginia at night, we were able to win the Big East championship game. And before that game, like around like 5 o'clock, that's when the first call was made. And so they, they kept making the calls before big games. And the last one before Patino went to the, the feds and, and said this is happening was right before that Michigan State game, like the I think the night before. And Patino, everybody who was coaching on that team, people who were playing on that team said he was just like so on edge, like so not himself, like not like a naturally fired, geeked up Rick Patino for a big game, but just like pissed off and yelling at everybody. And that's where the t will clash thing happened um again i'm not sure who's more to blame t didn't did not play well and was no. clearly dogging it earl was the only guy who played well in that game period but maybe if these calls aren't happening louisville wins the national title in 2009 i don't I think mean, they, i they still would, don't think they beat carolina but they could have at least gotten to a final I and
1: mean, uconn would have been a tough game that's who they would they played. destroyed us in the regular season too i mean yeah, I mean, means a bad matchup i mean with the beat and all that company but i mean so yeah. that would have been interesting yeah i would have been i mean, curious. That's also the only time I ever did well in one of those uh, player fantasy drafts in the tournament.
0: Well, good. I'm glad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Texas, damn, Louisville really. But, had...
1: I, but I lost out because the guy I was playing against had um, Sutton on on oh, Michigan, and to that's town. what cost me. I came in like third. Eventually, I think I came in third. But I would if he didn't. Michigan State doesn't win that game, I likely end up winning because I had like two guys off UConn.
0: There you go. Yeah. Texas, damn, Louisville really had a lot of chances to win the rivalry. They just couldn't do it.
1: It, mm,
0: we're talking about like in, in Kentucky, I guess UK basketball yeah. that series that year the 2014 we could have won both those games I, and that to me is when it forever shifted because after that like they had the 2015 team the next year we we were competitive with them but they were clearly better than we were and then 2016 we almost beat them with Damian Lee He had the shot at the buzzer but didn't go in we did beat them the next year when they had it's really the only good Calipari team that we've beaten was the De'Aaron Fox Malik Monk team yeah. When Mitchell made the late, Quentin Snyder play the game of his life. What's,
1: what's called the broken Bam ankle game killed
0: ended Bam Adebayo's career. Yep, ended it. He's dead. Um, that was the only like. Besides that, we've beaten the NIT team and the nine win team, and all three wins have come by three points. I know yeah. it is sad.
1: I mean, and we also we also have lost the close games. I mean, the the, the COVID overtime year, we, game. We lost. Them, was that three? I think we lost two by three as well in overtime, or maybe been. It worse. was close, but it was overtime nonetheless. We should have yeah. won.
0: Yeah, because we, we were up by five. And I was there in Rupp. Nah. Not a not a fun walk home to oh, the car. I can imagine. I felt like I was walking home. <laughs> that was bad. Uh, Texas doesn't feel as big, but what about Mango hitting the second free throw against Michigan State that, in 2015? I,
1: I, I did briefly mention that one because you were you were talking about the other Michigan yeah. State game, and I brought the. I think that is a big one, though. I mean, because that's. I mean, the
0: only reason why I don't put that on with on the same level as the other ones we're talking about, I would put it top ten though. I think we get smoked by Duke in the Final Four. Like we just weren't. As we weren't Probably, as good as those teams. But, I mean, I know it's a final four, like it changes things. Yeah. We would have gone to that would, that, would have been three final fours in four years. But overall, in the grand scheme of things, I think that's all it accomplishes because it doesn't stop the the the, the, the PAL stuff from happening the but next it's still season. It's nice
1: to have the final four on the resume. It is, too. but like that's, I mean,
0: you know, that's the only thing. Like that, that would be, it'd be a nice little check mark to have. But also, I think we would have had to have given that back because we vacated stuff from the 2015 season, I think.
1: Duke, by the way, that year beat us by eleven. In and that was the game where we couldn't hit anything. That was we lost to a Duke. They were from before at home. We lost to them sixty three fifty two.
0: Yeah, I remember it was the game we were. We kept hanging around. We could not so, make I mean, an outside shot. I, I
1: mean, yes, we could have been blown out by Duke, but I would have anything can happen in a one game situation because they
0: destroyed that Michigan State team. The
1: Michigan State team. I mean, yeah, we should have probably beaten them in two as well. It would have been. I mean, the
0: all time. They, I mean, they, they. They. You want to talk about the only thing that would have potentially topped Carolina beating Duke? in Coach K's last game in Durham and beating them in the Final Four for Coach K's last game, period. If we had played Kentucky in the national title game when they were 39-0 and oh. and one went away from becoming the first 40-0 team of all time and we had beaten them with what was a, let's, we can admit it, inferior team, I mean, that would have been the greatest like cap in a rivalry or feather in a rivalry cap of all time.
1: My head and pants both would have exploded simultaneously. I didn't. <laughs> like, cause, like I, I knew I, I, UK I, I, fans I, I, that were like, like
0: – Rooting against us with extreme vigor, like saying, like, we think we're better than you. We think we would beat you. But just that possibility is the most terrifying thing you could possibly imagine oh, in this rivalry. Because so you have that crazy. forever. It's like like Carolina fans right now are – it feels like they they won the national title. Like every Carolina fan that I know, they don't even bring up the national championship game this offseason. <laughs> it's all the Duke stuff, and then we're bringing everybody back, and we're going to be preseason number one. Like, it's all – and I would be doing the same thing. Like, you have – it's an all-time rivalry moment that I don't think can ever be topped.
1: And we did, and we hung with Kentucky that year, if I remember right.
0: In twenty fifth, yeah, it was we played we played them competitively. They beat uh, us. They were in control, yeah, but beat we us were beat there. We made a nice little run in the last minute to keep it close.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, we were down by four at halftime. Yeah, we lost by eight.
0: All right, uh, Texter asked a question about the NCA stuff from today that Tim Sullivan posted. I, I do want to tackle that, um, but we can't do it before we take a break. We'll come back. We'll answer that question. We'll answer a couple of others, and we'll wrap up the show. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on Wednesday, May fourth. On fourteen fifty and
1: 961, the big X. hard for
0: either i've never heard this either i like it now are you i know it's yeah. i know we've covered this ground before you are are you a star wars guy yes for some reason you don't bring up star wars that much though and you bring up i think everything Probably else that you're a big
1: fan of the last like several of them they've just basically milked that cow utterly dry i mean so are you gotten kind of over the top cheese and I'm not like so. you're not an overall franchise guy you like the original I'm an original okay um I am you know I'm one that didn't mind the, the last two prequels the second the second and third prequel didn't hate it could have done without a little bit of the some of the cheesiness but you know what cheesiness is what Star Wars was kind of all about to begin with I mean it always just had kind of had a cheesiness of all uh, cheesiness and sure. awesomeness um, I did love the Force Awakens, which by the way came out after 2010. Put that on my list. Of, there you uh, go. Current movies. Uh, I liked uh, the Rogue One, and then that's pretty much been that's the last one I saw that I liked. <laughs> but I also don't watch like the cartoons, so I'm not that kind of fan. Where like if if I watched if I was a Star Wars fan the level of like wrestling where I watch like Japanese wrestling and independent wrestling and stuff, I'd probably be watching like the cartoons and the. You know, maybe even I've seen The Mandalorian. It was it wasn't bad, but I haven't still watched The Book of Boba yet. I still haven't watched that. Mm. So you know, I'd, I'd say I'm a casual fan, but don't like Star Trek. Never could. Get, not that I hate it, I just couldn't get into it. Never did it for me, other than Wrath of Khan. But okay,
0: well, it's interesting.
1: You like Star Wars, right?
0: I I, I like the original three. I was big into them as a kid. You Should be yeah, those are great. I've never seen any of the other ones. Really? Yeah. You, I I, you, I watched the. I, I take it back. I watched the. You
1: just, the Force Awakens?
0: The only way that I can describe it, is I, the one, there's a huge spoiler that I can't say.
1: Oh, 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 oh now, you're, now you're being spoiler safe.
0: I mean, come on. <laughs> this is more, it's a movie. It's not a series that's been off the air for 10 years. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Walt White, Walter White's dead. <laughs> <laughs> dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he died, everybody. <laughs>
0: he died. La, la, la. He died. La, la. Start la. watching Breaking Bad or shut up about it. <laughs> it's on you well, at this point. What
1: is the movie that you don't want to spoil? In case you're wondering, I don't remember which one it was. I think we know. I watched it on like a. I think we know at this point Vader was Luke's father. Yeah. That's that's what I
0: was. They were brother and sister.
1: Made out with his. He you made, made out, out with his sister. sister, man. Which also best like, line from Road Trip, by the way. Even so. as a kid,
0: like when I when that ha- when they like when they re- made the reveal, I'm like, whoa, wait, wait hold, hold on, like this is this doesn't sit well with it me.
1: Kind of shows that that the announced the 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 storyline of Vader being the dad was clearly not in the original plans. Yeah, it's obvious that yes. they like it. Just like, oh, this will be a great like little it, twist. People like to point out it lines up in a way when like Obi Wan's talking to him and, and Tatooine in the first one a little bit. Like you can you can stretch to find it making sense, but you know they they did not know. I want to know what, what spoiler. Uh, the Force Awakens. About. Okay, that's and that's a good one. Yeah, you, that's the one. The
0: only other one that I've watched all the yeah, way through. This. You like that one? I would think right. Yeah, I, I, I liked it.
1: It is a carbon copy of the first one.
0: I've started the very because I, I wanted to watch them. Oh,
1: so you're talking about the at the end yeah okay with Kylo Ren which yeah.
0: I, I at that point I already knew it had happened because it'd been spoiled yeah for me but it was fine I've watched the very first one like episode one with Jar Jar Binks like the first 45 uh, minutes like three
1: times and I can't get through it uh, but I want to watch it at some point I have never I I've, 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 i don't know if you have you ever stayed overnight for tickets for anything no I've done it a few times I did it for Led Zeppelin tickets back in 98 and I did it for Star Wars movies at Tinseltown. Me and my buddy, Rube. Um, we did it. <laughs> I remember just, oh, it was such a horrible experience. One, they made us sign waivers, which we lied on our names. I think I put like Andy <laughs> Savage and he put like he put like Tank Abbott on his. Because like, if, we're, if we're, something's going to happen, we're still suing. I love it. Uh, but we, so we stay up all night to go and we get tickets. So, for example, it said we came out on Friday. I don't remember the exact day. But we got our tickets for like Friday at like 2 p.m. So we get them, and we go home, and then we go to work, and we're getting off work, and we find out showcase cinemas. This is the first time I ever did this, is doing a midnight release of the movie. Oh. Like this, I guess now it seems common. I've done a couple of midnight movies. Like, but this is circa, what, 98? So, yeah, I mean, that was not, it was early. It, was, it, it wasn't a concept, really. The
0: first one I ever remember doing was in high school. So there was like, oh, two. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think it just started maybe. A, so we hear this rumor, and we're like, let's go to this movie. We're, we can go see it now. Yeah, we got tickets for tomorrow, but who gives a bleep, right? We've been waiting our whole lives for this. So we go and we get there. and I, I mean, it's like a three, three. It's uh, the 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 uh, theaters not packed. It's like maybe eighty percent full, which you know again tells me how this is kind of a new thing. And we sit this movie and we're like, this is freaking awful. Mm. This is so. Gu-. We left going. Do we even want to go to tomorrow's show? Yeah. Do, I mean, and then we go and we end up going. And I fell asleep like halfway into the movie and just <laughs> woke up at the end. I'm <laughs> in the theater. I'm like snoring during it. I mean. Yeah, that first one is just – it's bad. It's, it's one of the worst ones they've ever done.
0: Can we give a quick shout-out? We haven't mentioned this yet, and I need to. Uh, little Baseball last night. Oh, yeah, baby. Taking down those Vandy nerds. Everybody
1: in little just giving out shout-outs, aren't they?
0: one nothing, No big deal. I, I love that this nope. is a team that can win their most recent game, 18-15, to 15, and then turn right around for a midweek game uh, and win uh, one nothing. It, 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 the only run I, I think came on a, a Ben Bianco home run, which was terrific. Bring the barrel back. Six and four now since this became an annual series with the barrel as the trophy. Um, we've won it, I think, three years in a row, three times in a row because they didn't play in 2020. There was no season. Yeah. But everybody's kind of talking about Vandy being down. Is this a really that big of a deal? Here's why it's a big deal. There's still the, – the baseball uses the RPI for its NCAA tournament selection process. It's antiquated. It's It's old, but they still do. Vandy, for whatever reason, despite not having a great record, I think they're 10 and 11 in the SEC. They're like number nine in the RPI. So, you know, all all these metrics have outliers that you're like, well, that doesn't seem to be right. But Louisville going on the road and beating them in a Tuesday night game allowed their RPI to jump from 23 to 15. Big time win. Yeah, it good. it doesn't seem like it's, you know, again, midweek games are kind of weird in college baseball. But getting this one – gives Louisville a much, much better chance of hosting a regional than they had if they would have lost it. Now, obviously, they, they have to take care of business in their last three ACC series, which are going to be tough. Wake Forest is good. They play them this weekend. Virginia and Virginia Tech are both very good. They're both top 15 Who teams. are the
1: other midweek games we got left in? I don't think it's anybody that— If it's three week in series, I'm assuming, what, three, two or three week midweek games left?
0: Yeah, you'll have, well, we'll have two midweek games left because we've played our one for this week. We get okay. Wake Forest this weekend. Right. We will we'll play a game next Tuesday, Tuesday, and then we'll play Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech and, then- and then we have one more Tuesday game, and then Virginia in the regular season. So okay. So
1: have we played IU yet? I don't.
0: I, I think you're right. That's usually one of the ones that we play in May. At least it has been historically. I don't know if they're off the schedule though because Lamonis isn't there anymore. Um, let me look it up. By the way, bit. whether he's there or not, I would, you're right.
1: I would, I would. I would like to play IU every year. So we
0: have we have three against Wake this weekend. Okay. Then we're home against IU on Tuesday. I wonder how good they are this year at VT and then Eastern Kentucky. It will be our last uh, midweek game. Still can't knock it up as a win though. Three against Virginia at home, and these are Virginia and Virginia Tech are both top fifteen teams. Virginia, I think, is top four right now. So. Whether or not we're hosting, whether or not we're a national seed, whether or not we win the Atlantic Division it's coming down to these last three weeks.
1: Virginia's the most recent team to win the World Series out of the ACC, aren't they? Mm. I know they – has it been that long since they won it? I know they won it
0: – They won it when they snuck in and we beat them. We, I remember the year they won it. We beat, we'd State won three games won over them by like a combined like 35-2 to two or something, and it made me so mad. Um, but I think you might be right
1: because Miami, I don't think Miami's won it recently.
0: Carolina came close a few times. They
1: and uh, we know we know Florida State historically has never won it,
0: but it's been, let's see Mississippi state, Vandy, Oregon State, Florida, coastal Carolina, and Virginia
1: just so they were, has 2015. Been, has been longer than I thought it was, but yeah. 2015 is the most Coastal recent. North Carolina's got one, and we don't.
0: Because they had, because as good as the ACC has been, I remember that it had been a long drought since the ACC won a, a national championship in college. Yeah, I
1: baseball. think when they when they changed the rule, the, the the game style, like when they changed it to the series or whatever. Yeah, I think that ACC and Virginia's the only one that's won it since they made the rule the 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 tournament style change. Because the first
0: year they changed it was in back to back years. Oregon State beat North Carolina in the series two years in a row. Like the first year they had the series. Okay, um, when year was that? Oh six and oh seven. Okay, because oh seven was the year we made it, and
1: so they changed it. 06. is that when they made yeah, the change it?
0: Yeah, and Carolina actually knocked us out uh, of the of the tournament. But besides that, like we had, we've had a every year, a bunch of national seeds, bunch of teams in the tournament, yeah. and Virginia the year they won it, they were a three seed, and you know the NCAA tournament works with you have it only goes down to four seeds, so they were they snuck in as an outlier. Mean, even with even whole thing.
1: with a you know a non one and you know one and done type of uh, format of baseball. College baseball can still – I mean, it can be anybody's game. It can be – you can have Cinderella's – I mean – Yeah.
0: Real quick, because I promised to talk about it, and we haven't gotten to it. We only have, like, five minutes here. Uh, Texas says, can you elaborate on the Tim Sullivan story that the NCAA isn't listening or caring about any Louisville appeal? I thought the NCAA stuff was happening in June or July. Good question. So we responded to the notice of allegations. The NCAA then gives a response where they're allowed to – they basically react to your arguments, and they can – if your argument is valid, and they go back and they, you know, we, we've, we've looked at new things, and you're right, then they'll say it. The reality is, in 99.5 percent of cases, the NCA is, is like, the, the response you're going to get is exactly this, where they just they're not budging. You made valid arguments, whatever. We're standing by our because it would take entirely different research for them to go back and say. No, we're wrong. And we
1: know the NCAA is not doing any
0: work. And they're not, the not doing any work on their own.
1: I thought we were going to the AARP. We not-
0: are, but it's still like the, the notice of allegations comes from the NCAA. So we have to appeal to the NCAA. And what the texter is talking about is the hearing, which is happening in June, and that is in front of the IRP. IRP, yeah. So, the, the process now, like, basically, like, this was a, it's kind of a Hail Mary that the NCAA so would just confused. be like, oh, hey, we're not going to, you know, we're taking away. This was expected. This is not, this doesn't mean that we have any less of a shot at getting a quote unquote minor punishment or a slap on the wrist than we had before. This was it would have been a shock if the NCAA had said anything other than we still are standing by our arguments. Great <laughs> congrats on making a response. Boom, let's go to the IRP. Now we had a, a earlier text and I did want to get to this, a texter asking like, I keep seeing U of L fans saying we're not going to get a postseason ban. Where's this optimism coming from? And my answer to that question is I'm not sure.
1: Well, it's got to be from the NC State. Oh, not NC State, but uh, who was the one that did it? It's NC State. Yeah.
0: I assume it's from that ruling and the IRP coming out afterwards and saying, our intention is to not punish people who had nothing to do with this. Yeah. And Mark Emmert kind of echoing those statements. I still, look, everyone can believe what they want to believe. You can get Mm -hmm. your mind in, in, you know, for the sake of my own mental health, I am believing that Louisville is going to get a postseason ban in 2023 until I'm told definitively that they're not.
1: I mean, at this point, you should just think on the negative side, right? It's – what because about – every positive thing we've been in the last exactly. seven years has not worked out.
0: Every time we've done this, and we've done this more times than it's we should seven have.
1: years now. <laughs>
0: people, like, people look at this rationally, and they look at the NCAA's own statements, and they look at the NCAA's own precedent, and they say, well, surely they're not going to take away the banner. This <laughs> was – less money than was included in the Fab Mello stuff, less money than the like UMass stuff. Less like, Surely this is not a banner-worthy thing. We may get a postseason ban, but they're not going to take away that banner. Boom, banner's gone. Now people are looking at this and saying, well, the NCAA says they're not going to punish people who aren't involved in this. We fired everybody. Surely we're not going to get a postseason ban. What about the way that the NCAA has treated us over the last eight years oh, horrible. leads you to believe that anything positive is going to come out of this or that we're going to be treated in any way, shape, or form Fairly,
1: I mean, if, if the Instability was my house, we would be sally. Th-
0: there are two things because it's fair to point out that we are working with what one level one violation, whereas Kansas has five. I think Memphis has seven. Um, LSU's got like seventy five. Like Will Wade, they're just like we're going. You're going to the sun, Will Wade. We're we're, we're blasting you into the sun.
1: <laughs> How do you not get a death penalty for seven by level one violations? So, violation?
0: so it, it's understandable to look at all that and say we should get a more lenient punishment. There are two things that I would caution people with one the repeat offender stuff is a big deal the fact that our transgressions are the only one that took place only ones that took place while we were on probation i'm not saying it's going to bite us in the ass and get us a harsher punishment than maybe we deserve or we feel like we should get i'm just saying it's possible we have no idea what the ncaa is going to do with this two if you're looking at the nc state case as precedent for us with the irp because it's the it's the only <laughs> ruling that the IRP has been able to make in its 75 years of bleeping existence. There are different IARP members hold crazy. on there are different IARP members handling every case okay. So the IRP people who made the decision for NC state may not be the same group of people that we get for our case.
1: Well, can we can we?
0: Can we just get that group? Can we get that group
1: instead, yeah. <laughs> Give me the NC State guys. Um, I mean, that's, I, I yeah, I'm I'm staying negative because when it comes to the NCAA, like I feel like it's the healthy thing to do, man. I mean, I feel like it's like us us debating with the NCAA is like when I used to debate with my ex girlfriend. I always lost because I was she never avo- she always avoided common sense and reasonability, and that's how the NCAA is. I agree. And and then we, bo- mean, Louisville are both losing every argument.
0: Man, there's a great text that I really want to get to. We can't, we have to get oh, out of here. Oh, we
1: got, we got 30. Give, give me one real quick.
0: It's he's basically he's asking about your belief, on, your thoughts on aliens existing. And I know your answer. They
1: don't. I know your answer, and I want to get into it. But oh, we, is this, can we sit these for Friday? We can use it for Friday. <laughs> Instead of talking about the They Oaks, don't exist.
0: We'll talk about aliens. They do exist. No. Uh, the government's telling us we're just too dumb to listen.
1: Go we'll watch Independence Day if you want to see it.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm out tomorrow. If you're out at the track celebrating Thurby. Say hi to, uh, to my wife. Throw stuff at me. It's going to be a fun time. I'm excited about it. Dalton Pence will be sitting in tomorrow for the Mike Rutherford Show. Pray for him. I'm back Never on Friday. Him. We're going to have a good time. Everybody enjoy your Werby. Enjoy your Thurby. I'll see you guys on Friday.